Rolex wearing. Woo! Diamond ring wearing. Woo! Kiss stealing. Woo! Wheeling dealing. Woo! Limousine ride. Woo! Jet flying. Woo! Suck up a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Give me two claps and a Rick Flair. Tim Livingston. Emotional security is like the blanket that you tuck your soul in. Pete Livingston. You ready for Joe? Joe hey, you ready for you <laughs> That's what I think he's saying. He's like, hey, you're about to sleep with Joe Buck. And Sam. This is our, our candy orchestra. Mm. It's still going. Those are some good pop rocks. Los Livingston Brothers. That sound, that sound you hear is Tim shaking his microphone, and now he is stroking it, stroking it in the way a uh, male adult f- film star erect penis. That's what <laughs> that's what you're looking for. <laughs> uh, judges, yes, judges, judges, yes. Said yes. So, so are we doing? Are we doing the nerd show? Or are we doing the fantasy football show it's, first? It's, I think we have to. It's going to be fantasy football, but I think we have to acknowledge. Well, I Some think things that have happened. I think we should do fantasy football first, and then do a nerd fantasy show. Fantasy football will take a long time. Yeah, that's you, fine. We can do two shows. We're we're good like that. Okay, we've done two shows before. Okay, so we'll, in fact, what, we've almost done two hundred shows. We have what? Uh, anyway, it's seven seventeen in the even in the evening on Monday, August August third, uh, and we Listen. are those Livingston brothers. I'm Peter. Sitting to my right is the the dashing, ravishingly good-looking Tim Livingston. Hi. It's nice to be back. <laughs> it's been it's, a while, um, dude. It got to the point where I just had to do was, solo. It was L. Livingston Ombre. It wasn't even those Livingston brothers. So the last time I did a show with you was on April the 10th. Wow. It's I been almost could, four months. Yeah. I couldn't wait anymore. And so... Uh, so we've we've kind of turned this into a couple of different things. Um, Pete has obviously turned this into kind of the weekly show uh, devoted to our uh, fantasy football league that we are part of. Yes, and uh, it's been interesting, just my especially cord. with the shit talking that has been happening. Of course. Oh yeah, I got. It. Oh, there it is. Okay, now I found it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's nice to to have that right around the corner. Uh, we all are very intrigued and very interested in what will happen this year. Me especially because I've sucked the last two years. I've been the worst team in the league the last two years. I've been horrible. I've been the Jacksonville Jaguars of this league the last two years, and so um, I, I've made some moves. You we've, did. We've all made some moves. In fact, our keeper deadline was last night. Um, at midnight going into Monday, so earlier today. And uh, moves were made, um, you know, hands were shook, money exchanged hands, possibly drugs. Um, but it was all good. It was all in the name of fantasy football. So we will be doing, as per request, we will be doing a, a power rankings. And I, for the most part, I think that the way I'm going to do this is just by looking at the information that we have readily available. Sure. Looking at rosters. Sure. 
Um, I could do my projected rosters. I Essentially, I'm going to have to do another sh- show because moves have been made. Right. It, you know, draft picks have been right. swapped. Yeah. Yeah, they have. So I they think that indeed. some some things have definitely changed. And yeah, this is um this is way more active this year than it was last year already from a trade perspective. We've uh uh we've seen a lot of action in these last couple of weeks as far as player movement goes and uh I think it's been for the best for the most part. I don't think we've seen any trades or just unless you you guys hate my Frank Gore trade, but I I'm don't still care. not. I'm, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I know you aren't, but I, but I don't know if we if which which wasn't brought up before. So uh, since my last, <clears throat> well, well, actually, Tim is responsible for the two big trades that have happened, right? So I think I think if you talk shit about my Frank Gore trade, you should be like lavishing me, lavishing me with love for my Gronkowski trade. I think it's a good one. And I I would Elliot's been wanting to get rid of Gronk basically since keepers were announced. And so we had four hours before the keeper deadline and I just sat there and had like six Mai Tais at Pete's Is that when this went down? Yeah, it totally went down. It went down right in front of you. Oh, totally went down right in front of, of you. Son of a bitch. It's so great. You came to my wife I came the day to your of wife's my wife's birthday. Thirtieth birthday party <laughs> and I was conducting business. Um, <laughs> after hours table. business at the table, and she was present, and she was present as was I, as was you, and uh, it was fun because uh, hey, you're sick. My favorite, yeah, but like Elliot was like, "Hey, <laughs> when you have time later tonight, let's talk Gronk." I was like, "I don't know." He really wanted Ashon Jeffrey, so I was like, "Okay, so you want me to trade you my second and Alshon for Gronk mm-hmm. and the first but then I was like, so you can keep Jeffrey for six more seasons if you wanted to. He's the 13th rounder this year. And yeah. I was like, if I threw in the 13th rounder to keep Jeffrey, mm-hmm. what would you go up to in order to match that, knowing I would lose X amount of years with Jeffrey? He was like, well, I don't have a fifth. I don't have a sixth. I have a seventh. And I was like, done. And I got to keep my first round draft pick. Which is great. So I have so, two first rounders. Which is, <laughs> I fucking hate you. It's the great. So, so this is this is like this is why you can't count the kid out. All right. <laughs> I just I I don't know. I I want to know what Elliot's train of thought is. So his thought, and he'll probably be able to tell you more about this himself but just from the idea that he wanted to trade Gronk was that he did not feel that tight end was going to be his major position for him as wide receiver, running back, etc. Although he has he has a couple of good guys keepers um that he's hanging on to. Obviously he had a good year last year. Sure. But Gronkowski as a tight end in the nine spot, he was like, "Well, I can move back Get my second, which is the twentieth uh, overall. I want to say it is sure nineteenth, twentieth uh, overall. I'll, I'll look at right. And so he's like, "Well, I can move back, and I need talent, right?" And I'm sitting there going, "Like, I need talent big time more than anything else. I need talent." And so I was like, "Okay, so if you want to trade Gronk, I'll be willing to trade Jeffrey because I have a couple of wide receivers I'm keeping already, mm-hmm. and I feel that." 
getting a running back and getting Gronkowski with two of the top 10 picks, that sets me up to talk about the third round. I mean, this is basically, so two things happen. I basically locked Tannehill in as my quarterback sure. with this trade. And then I'm going to take whatever best wide receiver is available sure. in the third so, round. If we're looking and we're getting into the third round, the people who I have available for you. Mm, and and granted, this obviously would not be set in stone. Some things could change. You never know. Amari Cooper could fall to you. Oh God, yes. In the third round, right. I have him going in the second, just before right the end of the second round, right because of the fact that there's so many keepers. Um, but I mean, you could have Brandon Cooks. Yeah, there's plenty. Of, there's plenty of Deshaun time, Jackson, right? depending on how much. How it's, big you want to go? I mean, you have people are going to have to regardless, but um, I don't know. You still have on your roster. Steve Smith, Calvin Benjamin, mm-hmm. and that's it. So you're just really trying to find that. And you're going to go running back. Right. So, which will more than likely be Marshawn Lynch. Probably. Yeah, it's probably going to be, it'll be him or Forte, but I'm guessing Lynch. So, which will be fine. Uh, Yeah, when I thought about it, I thought that the the drop from Tannehill, like the drop from a Drew Brees, who would be available probably to me in the second round, or um, Rodgers wouldn't be there, or Peyton Manning, or a, um, you traded him to Frank Gore to Robin, right? Correct. And I got back a fifth rounder. A fifth rounder. And so my my thought process here is, I don't know if anyone noticed. Anyone care to guess who has become the new favorite in the odds for the AFC? Yeah, the Dolphins are the Dolphins, the, the AFC, right? And if you look at the roster, um. The wide receiving core that they have, there's like Tannehill can't fuck this up. He really can't. And so I'm saying, well, that's the the Miami offense has been so vanilla the, the past right. year. It's one of those deals where it's kind of like the Bills. You would look at the Bills on paper and you're like, this should work, right? And but, then they get out there and it never seems to but work. This is the year where they've they've said, of course, they always say this. So they go, oh, we're going to open it up this year. It's like, well. Now they have the weapons. What does that to do even so. mean? Yeah. What does that mean when people say? I don't know what open that means. Up. I don't know what that means either. So they have a really good running back on Lamar Miller, who's kind of like a if people kind of think of him. He's almost like a sleeper RB one. He's an RB two, but he's yeah. almost like a sleeper RB one. Like if you have him as your best running back, it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world. Yeah, he's, because he's really good at catching balls out of the backfield. He's a really good uh, pass catching running he's back. He's a lower tier RB one. Right. So he'd probably be like if you talk about tier cutoff, he's in. He's probably the cutoff. I mean, you're not like doing jumping jacks that you. No. If you if he, if he landed to you, you're kind of like, right. well, I'll take him. But let's say you took seven, like you had the seventh pick, right? And you went uh, Calvin Johnson seven, and you come back around in fourteen or fifteen, and 
you see Lamar Miller there, you're like, yeah, I'm ready. That's that's not bad. You'll take that. Yeah, it's not right? bad. So I'm basically – I have to put my eggs on the Tannehill basket because, you know, Gronk's going to score whoever throws to him. He's yeah. the number one option that offense, right? So that's – for me, that's great. I'm going to get a number one running back. That, to me, yes. is great. So I'm basically – Like one of the best one, right. running backs. And so while I am betting, I mean, Alshon Jeffrey is going to be the number one option in Chicago. But that's in Chicago. But that's in Chicago, and that's what Jay Cutler thrown to him. Now, the other thing, too, and, and Elliot's probably thought about this, is if this is truly the last year of Cutler, like people think it is, then if you get a new quarterback or Jeffrey moves on, I mm-hmm. think I, – I don't know if he's a free agent this year or not. I don't know either. But, like, then you can keep him for an 11th. He's still got incredible team. keeper value. Right? Of course. And so the reason I'm doing this is because I feel that even with Jeffrey, I can still do a lot that says, oh, okay, I have a couple of wide receivers. I can still pick best player available at 28, right? And I'll be okay with it, right? And I'll get a good wide receiver available, or if somehow there's a running back worth taking there, I'll take him, you know? And this is this is part of the reason why I wasn't the biggest fan of keeping Frank Gore. And it Hi, wasn't, Millie. You know, but Millie running around. Millie is in the studio running. Chelsea basically just pulled up, and so she's like, "Oh my god, I got to get out there." But, but as uh, you were saying, but yeah, so and so that's part of the reason why Frank Gore for me is like I understand why someone else would keep him, but for me to keep him with a third, it's like okay, so then. I don't allow myself as much wiggle room, and now wiggle I'm, room for what though? Well, what I, what I could what I could argue my counterpoint to you is that you could argue that you'll get a top RB one, but I don't think then, he's an RB one. No, listen, you have two first round draft picks. You already have the best. Well, you have the hang a, on. It would be a number on, one in Gronk. Hang on, yes. So you're gonna have the best tight end, far and above. There, like there's no equal to Gronkowski. So right. you have him locked up, which is insane. And the fact that you have the fourth overall pick, right. which guarantees you any of those running backs, it's like, that's fine. Sure. You won't be upset with right. any of those running backs because right. they're all great. Right. And to me, <clears throat> I kind of see them that way. I don't really see any of them necessarily above and beyond any of the others no they're so yeah, it's kind of like you just take what like you're saying it's i take like, whoever's left so you would have gronk and we'll just keep going with mr beast mode as your sure. pick and then at 20 at 28 and then you're already saying that you would be going with the wide receiver so, in round two which is what you won't get a frank gore value in round three which is why i'm kind of like why wouldn't you just hold on to frank gore in round three when then you are keeping who at running back? You're keeping somebody at running back. Keeping Carlos Hyde at running back, who's already been said he'll be the number one. Yeah, back. he'll he'll be the starter. Right. Um. So you could you would and you traded away Legarrette Blunt, which right. I think is fine. Extra pick. Um. But you would have had Marshawn Lynch, Carlos Hyde, and Frank Gore. Sure. And. Rob Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. Now, don't you think it sounds better having Frank Gore locked in there? Or no? That's just my counterpoint. I is understand. That- yeah. No, I, I mean, I could see that. Um, wow. I I have 
I just have a red flag going up. I understand he's durable, but I just have a red flag going up with with Gore. That's just me. He's you know about to be what is thirty two. It? It's like age his going age, to a new team. His miles, the team he's going to, where like I said, he's going to be more of a pass protector than he will be a receiver. He'll get dump offs. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but like you're not going to have you know, and he'll get those shotgun handoffs mm-hmm. right that he always got in the Kaepernick offense. Um, but for me, I I just wanted to get talent in ways that like I, I felt like I could give myself an opportunity to get more talented because I could you know get another pick or in this case I felt if Lynch is my number one and Hyde's my number two I I I don't think that keeping Gore was gonna really bump me up. I really didn't. I didn't think that it was going to – like, I didn't think Gore was going to come out and have a twelve or 1,300-yard season total, yards or, or something like that. Who would so. you – who do you think you could find that would be who, – who do you value more than Frank Gore that you would want? Because I kind of would think that if you're going to dump Frank Gore – like, you would have somebody in mind that you would be, like, targeting. Well, the, my target was going to be, so I know I'm going to get running back overall. And then my my original plan was to go with the number two was going to be whatever running back kind of trickled down there. Right? Sure. Um, and you can still go running back in the second round. I could. You, I think you would have to do that because there's not – that's well, I what I would now, do. But, but that's okay. So. What you traded your second? I traded my second. That oh, was the well, thing. Yeah. So I move up. Again, you Gronk. should. Then you really should have taken Frank Gore. Well, that, I mean, it's after the fact. So, I mean, trade's been made. So, <laughs> it's been done. If you would have okay. consulted with me first, no, I just, I just can't wait to see who you're going to get with that extra fifth round draft pick yeah. that you got for trading Frank I know. Gore. I know. You're going to love it. <laughs> I have plans. <laughs> no, you don't. I have plans. I have plans. It's not. I have plans. I, I, I'm telling you, the main reason I traded Frank Gore is because it's a 32, 33-year-old running back with as many miles as Frank Gore has on him. The thing that sucks is that you can't reach for a young guy at three because you're not going to keep whoever no. it is in the first no, round No, I next mean, that's, that's why, like, for me at third, like, having – but the, the other thing, too, is that top-flight talent is top-flight talent. If you get top-flight talent, that's fine. Your value, though, in these drafts are going to be in the middle rounds. They're going to be there. Kelvin Benjamin, right? Mm-hmm. Middle round guy. So it's like that's yeah, where your value he's, comes he's in. Kelvin Benjamin isn't – you can't draft Kelvin Benjamin. I have him. I can't. Like, well, exactly. But yeah. you can't fi- – that's the whole point is that you can't find that value in this because all that value is kept. But, but what I'm saying is that new guys come along each year. Of course. Where that's where you're going to get your value. That's where you can get your keepers. That's why – that's why I reached for Manziel at 11 was because I thought, okay, let's ride this train and see what happens. Well, of course. I fucked up. That's fine. But and it your value in this draft all. is two places. Late in the draft, maybe. But the other thing, too, is that good rookies in the keeper drafts always get picked up early. They always get picked up probably no later than 10 in a 15-round draft. That right? one, But you have that. the whole point is that everybody's it's kind of like inflation those sure. people that you the rookies that you wouldn't hold the mic like that that'll go however you had it just now right now 
right here. Yeah, it's better. It's better with the humming. Oh. I think the, w the way you're holding the cord. Oh, 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 yeah, that's oh, right. So that's now the power source. Okay, well, so now it's like this. humming again. What about now? No. No. Get, have your hand around the. There you go. Just okay. hold it like that. I'll hold it like this then. Completely gone. Okay. It's completely gone. Good. Does it look like I have a robot penis? That's <laughs> not <laughs> Yes. Does it look like you do? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, and so that's kind of my rationale here is that if I get a guy in the fifth round, I might be able to, and, and I might be able to keep him for another year, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not keeping Frank Gore with like a with a with a first next year. Nobody's keeping Frank. Gore no, of with course. Next year. And but so, I would be happy to pick him up in the third round. Sure, with you, what's available. But you would. But look at my team. <clears throat> Tell me how Frank Gore is going to get me what tenth to eighth, right? Tenth to eighth. I'm just saying that he's a good option to have. He is a good option to have, but he's more of a better option on a better team. DS How does it get much better than the Colts? I'm telling you, he's not going to have as much of an impact as people think he will. No, but you just said that. No, no, no. For the my logic team, of... for my team, mm -hmm. when I was in tenth place, no, and I was losing every week yes. until I won two straight against the top two teams somehow. Yes, right. For me. I needed to think about talent that was going to be a better, like, overall option for me. And, you know, I, and people are like, oh, he's stunned. It's like, my whole point is I feel like I need to get just a better influx of talent. And I understand why people, other teams value Frank Gore just because of you fit him onto their team. It's like, oh, you know, you know Frank Gore is a great option. Like, Frank Gore... You know, maybe maybe I did make a mistake, and if I did, sure. But you know, I'm I I went with my gut because I just feel that a guy that much that old with that many miles on him, it's like, you know, I I don't mind pushing it back a bit. And so I was like, if I can get another draft pick for him, sure, why not? So there you go. I know you guys don't like it. But it's just that's just how my that's how I rationalized it. That's how you roll. That's how I rolled. So. Okay. Well, I do like the the Gronkowski trade. I think it certainly helps your team. I think that you can't be mad about having two first round draft picks. Nope. It's, nope. And it, I, it's it's you know it's going to give me the the by far best option at one position. I'll get a top five guy in another position. Um, I have a top ten quarterback. So, you know, I have a couple of top 50 wide receivers. Who did you trade LeGarrette Blunt to? Keezer, of course. I love how you just kind of... Of course, Keezer. Of course, Keezer. Of course, Keezer. For what? What did you get for him? I think a seventh. Okay. Think that's what I got from. Let me double. Let me double check here. Uh.
Anyway. Oh, I did it for a ninth because you didn't the, have a sixth, seventh, or an eighth. The riveting, riveting action of I know of looking up. Well, that was dead air for ten seconds. I hope everybody enjoyed that. <laughs> Pete, go back and cut that out. <laughs> editor, editor. I'm looking editor. at my editor's face. So, so I'm gonna go ahead and just go with power. Let's rankings. go power. I think rankings. that 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 trade definitely. If you had Frank Gore still, you would hands down. I would say you were the number one team going into the draft. I don't know about that. But you that. don't have Frank. I don't know about that. But you're not. There's a lot. Of, I don't know if you've noticed the keepers on some of the other teams, but like, no, I'm just saying people have some. Uh, there's a lot of good keepers. Not all of them are amazing. Well, Joe Joe has so many freaking keepers, it's kind of hard to keep track. Like, I don't see how any other team other than him is number one right now going into the draft. Um, Russell Wilson has actually emerged as a fantasy oh, yeah, relevant so, quarterback, which is incredible. Well, especially in the fact that we're yeah. playing in a league where throwing touchdowns are only four points. Right, and so he gets rushing touchdowns and he'll get six, right? Yeah. Same with Cam Newton. Cam Newton plays up in this league. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I still think that Andrew Luck and Ian Rodgers still hold that. Oh yeah, top two the, spots. Their production's way too, but too crazy. It's it's really hard to ignore. I think Cam Newton. I think he's gonna do. He he's gonna do. I think better at both running and pass. He was hurt last year, of course, yeah. but I think he's gonna. They're gonna. I think they're gonna do. I, I I don't necessarily know what, but I just feel like that they're gonna excel more offensively this year. Right, and I don't think their defense is gonna be as bad as I just don't see how they can. No, their defense will be good. They still got <clears throat> the best middle linebacker in football, and they got a tremendous defensive uh, front four. So. Yeah, they just had. Yeah. It just happens sometimes with teams. Yeah. They have a breakout year, and then the year after that, they fall off a little bit. Right. You know, schedules get tougher. Right. Teams scout them a little bit harder. Right. Or not. Well, they also. I think they had a really lucky record in one score games, if I remember right, in twenty thirteen. Two years ago. Yeah. I want to say that they had a lot of close. Games. They had a lot of close games that they won, and they rode that defense. And it was hard. The, it's like the opposite of the Bucks last year. The Bucks lost, I think, seven. One score games or something like that. Yeah. So, um, but I, I would put Joe number one. I just think his keepers are really strong. Um, he's, he's yeah, got, Odell Beckham, Emmanuel Sanders, yeah. CJ Anderson. And they're all low keepers. Russell, too. Yeah. So I would say that, that Joe is definitely at number one. Just recapping again. Uh, oh, wait, and he's going to keep Greg Olson. Yeah. Um, That's the reason he's keeping Greg Olson is because he can take the chance with who he's keeping below him. That's why, you know, Greg Olson. Well, taking him, at, taking him at five, and right. and you're, he's, he's better than Vernon Davis. Predicted as a top five tight end, and so right. you're thinking I'm getting a top five position player sure. in the fifth round in a very shallow draft. Right? Why not? Of course, you can always make the argument that he would be available later. Eh, but I but also why f- risk it? I think that, like I said, because of who he's keeping below him. I think it's way it's it's right. It's more worthwhile to Definitely. keep him. Uh, he traded Julian Edelman to me, which I was completely fine with. I traded him. Like a ninth. I, I traded him a fifth, so he could keep. Olson. So, so he could keep Olson, but I think I had multiple fifth fifth round picks. Okay. Um. So I I got Julian Edelman, which I think is fine. I'd be keeping him in. 
whatever whatever round yeah. it is, and it's kind of like whatever. Sure. And and will he do He's a good WR two? Exactly. I'm not expect, expecting him to like anchor my wide receivers. That's yeah. why I have Antonio Brown. Right. But still, sure, why not? I'm gonna need another wide receiver anyway. Right. And uh, I don't have a second round pick, which is where you would get another great wide receiver. Wide receivers really deep though, and I know there's a which lot of true. a lot of keepers, but wide receiver in this draft, you're going to be able to find a good WR2. Sure. Probably even in the 4th round of this draft. Mm-hmm. So No you will. What you're essentially going to be banking on are guys to have bounce back years. Right. That's where a lot of those guys are going to I mean Bolden didn't have a bad year last year. He was right. very solid. But you know, you you do you kind of look at the people like Deshaun Jackson. Sure. You're Greg um, Jennings because he's moving to Miami, and there's a lot of talk about Miami. You know, right? Greg Jennings that, that is Mike old, Wallace though. trade. That, the one thing, though, and I will say this, Mike Wallace having Teddy Bridgewater throw to him, I really like Mike Wallace this year. I really do. Yeah. There's a lot of weapons in, 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 in Minnesota, and Adrian Peterson only helps that, and people are kind of banking on – Teddy Bridgewater having a little bit of a break, like kind of like, and again, yeah. it's kind of like with Miami. It's you look at it on paper, and it's like, hey, this should work, but they still have to go out there and right. do it. Yeah, and so and we'll see. They have, they're in a favorable, fairly favor, favorable division defensively. You know what I mean? They're not really right. Yeah, there's there's not a lot. There's no great defenses in the NFC North. So okay, so but we both agree that Joe, yeah, number one, right. I would have to say number two, um, you know, let's see, Matt is Team Hufflepuff, right? Right. He has a pretty good roster. I don't know if I want to say that he's two. I thought Robin might be two. Robin might be two. Like I understand why you want to put me too because of Gronk and and some of the you know Tannehill captains like but the, you know they the got, only the only work the know? thing with I like that his running backs is Mark Ingram Frank or Brandon LaFell I don't I think he's keeping him I don't know if he is he might not be but guys coming off of an injury. And we don't know what the heck's happening the first few games with New England. And he does have Jordan Matthews, though, which yeah. people are really expecting to just blow up this year. Right. Which could be good. Sure. So I don't know. Like, I don't know if that would be enough necessarily to sway me. I think Joe might be a little bit of an outlier. Sure. But I do like. So you're going to say he's two? I'd say he's two. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel... Here's the thing. I have a a lot of trouble putting myself two after I came in last last year. Well, no, but it's not about last year. It's about how your team looks going into this year. Sure. I mean, if we're just going to go off of power rankings and we'll just say, well, you know, we could just go off of last year's. Okay. Rankings. I kind of see myself 
probably about where I finished. So I'm, I I kind of have myself as the fourth right. best team. I would probably say that you're three. Um, I could actually go as far as and say that you're two, to be honest. I okay. kind of would have you as my two All right. and then say Robin three and then me four. Sure. Because when I look at your team, Tannehill, Steve Smith, Kelvin Benjamin, Carlos Hyde, and then you add um, Rob well, Gronkowski. I mean, you take you took Alshon off, right? No Alshon. Yeah, Alshon's gone. So yeah. Steve Smith, Kelvin Benjamin, Ryan Tannehill, Carlos Hyde, and Gronk, and then Gronk. To me, that's the second best. I I would put that ahead of Gore and Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. And even though I really do like um, Matthews, Jordan Matthews, I, I still think that you just have the better roster okay. overall. So that's why I would say that you're at two. All right. And then I would say that's three, and then I would say that I would be four. Uh-huh. My roster sitting with um, Antonio Brown, uh, Justin Forsett, uh Niall Davis, and uh, actually, you know what? I wouldn't give myself. I think I'm 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 weighing uh, Antonio Brown a little too heavily. I wouldn't say that I'm the fourth best team. To be honest with you, in power rankings, uh, actually probably a little bit lower than that. So you put Elliot four. Elliot's team with his roster take off Gronk at Alshon. Well, I'm just trying to find it. Oh, Nate Silvers. Okay. Uh, Alshon Jeffries, Jonathan Stewart, Andre Ellington, Charles Johnson, Teddy Bridgewater. So the the running backs are interesting because he's got two RB2s, right? And so he's going to basically be going with two RB. He might be going with three RB2s this year. And so he's hoping that Ellington becomes an RB1. That's what he's kind of banking on. I think a lot of people were hoping for that even last year, and it just right. um, well, we'll see. You know, Keezer might be. I think Keezer would be the three. Yeah. If you look at his team, he has Le'Veon Bell, right? Julius Thomas. Yep. Although Thomas is going to Jacksonville, but still, fantasy careers go to die. You, I mean, you never know. Um. Latavius Murray, Joy yeah. Bell. See, that's the thing. Is like his running backs are stacked. That he doesn't have to even look running back. Yeah, that's, that's no, he's, crazy. he's good on there. And then John Brown and Martavis Bryant. You know, kind of. Yeah. I mean, fringe I, I big year from both of those guys. I'd but, almost put I'd almost put him above me just because. No. He's but he's he's got three running backs. He doesn't have to draft RB. He's got two wideouts that. Are WR twos with Bryant he, perhaps a WR one if if they let bon, Ben Roethlisberger try to go for five thousand yards? But he will go RB because when you're the number two pick in the draft, why would you pass right. on? And that's and that's what I thought was interesting. <clears throat> it's like so you have it without a doubt. He he kept wanting to trade his running backs, right? And so like, I was really interested to see if he would dangle the number two pick and try and trade back. Because he's got three, right? Like I thought, I thought him and Elliot actually would have matched up for Gronk. Well, I mean, but then I swiped in. 
you just have to assume. I mean, there's nothing wrong. Why would you be upset with having? Well, two yeah, top three running backs and Le'Veon be, Bell and then Jamal Charles. Just like or, anything else, like with fantasy football, it's limited to the number of times you can get someone in, and the drop off. So two RB ones is great. However, you get the RB one you already have in Le'Veon Bell. And then you have the running backs you already have. Like Latavius Murray is a great RB2. Um, you go in and you decide, oh, I can trade back knowing I already have an RB1, RB2 and get an Aaron Rodgers, a Gronkowski, like a number one at the position. Like you have that power. And I was really, I was kind of a little bit, I couldn't believe that that didn't happen mm. for Kieser, for who, who, who by far makes the most trade offers in this league. So you're saying that you would trade back? But you, I mean, essentially you could. You could just trade back to a safe spot where you know that you would get right one of the top two quarterbacks. So you would probably sure. make propose to either Marcos or Brianne, right, <clears throat> or anybody, anybody. Well, the reason why I would say at the end of the first round is because of the fact that. Um, if you take anything above 11 or 12, you would almost be obligated to take a wide receiver. Right. But, I mean, that would also work. I don't even know if you would really want to go and get a quarterback. I just think yeah. that if you have that type of running back tri- trio like he has, that's, that's true. That's a crazy trio. That and then go get, like, Andrew Luck. Go I, get Andrew Luck. I would I would right. trade back. I, if you want to go – if You if, you could trade Robin. You could trade the, the, the pick to Robin at 10, right? What Robin's running backs are Ingram and – Jonathan Stewart. Jonathan, no, no, Jonathan Stewart's Elliot. Oh, that's right. Ingram and uh, what's his name? <clears throat> Damn it. I forgot. Ingram and – Frank Gore. Frank Gore. So that's, 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 what was, that's that what's traded. interesting to me. It's like, so he really wanted Frank Gore. He got. It Frank is Gore. interesting to me that you traded Frank Gore away for a ham sandwich. Shut up. It's a really good ham sandwich. Um, but it's like, oh, hey, Robin, um, I don't need a running back at two. How would you like to trade me uh, your 10th overall pick for my number two? And we swap third and fifth or something like that right something like that yeah. or third and fourth but it's too late to do that now right no of course it's too late to do that now but it's like oh well, i wouldn't have to think about that it's like oh so you're telling me i could get jamal charles or eddie lacy yeah and then you're just like hmm. i think that's fine i i know some people and i can be i think i used to be a little bit more like that with the thought of I want to, I really want to round out my picks, and I would be like, oh my god, I, I couldn't imagine myself having three running backs. I wouldn't want to have three running backs. Right. But if you're in that situation, it's like you you can't be mad, right? To have three to look at your running backs and have Frank or Jamal Charles or Eddie Lacy, Lacy, and then have a flex spot available and where you can plug in Frank or uh, Frank or. Yeah, or, or did I say Frank? Yeah, Gore? no, Frank Gore's right. You're right. Mark Ingram. So, excuse me. Mark, so you're saying so as a so in this league for a top five power ranking, it goes Joe, me, Keezer, yes, 
you, Robin. No, I wouldn't even put myself so a four. I would put Robin, Robin ahead of me. And then you? Yeah. Okay, so there's your five. That's your top five power ranking. Yeah. Um, so. If I'm even five, I don't know. I only kept four people. Antonio Brown, Justin Forsett, Niall Davis, and Philip Rivers. Niall's a good two. Plus, he handcuffs whoever gets Jamal Charles. Exactly. Um, and Forsett's a good RB, too. Yeah. But now I'm keeping him in, like, the 13th. Yeah, that's a great value. And, of course, Antonio Brown's a WR1. He's yeah. a top 10 wide receiver. Um, who's but the fourth like guy? Who's the fourth guy? Philip Rivers. Yeah, and, and so Philip Rivers is one of those fringe top 12 QBs in a 12-team league, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, the one thing I will say about Philip Rivers is I don't really know who he's getting the ball to this year outside of Keenan Allen. Well, it's, they they have one of those offensive offenses now where they just spread it around to yeah. everybody. Right. Yeah, that's a that's so, that's an interesting. And so you're kind of in the same spot I was with Tannehill before I convinced myself Tannehill was a no doubt keep top 10 quarterback type guy. Is that real if you decide that Philip Rivers is your guy, then you can take a chance, mm-hmm. but you'd have to, you'd have to really come to terms and be like, "Oh yeah, he's my guy." Yeah. And, and so, I don't plan on him being my guy. Well, so then you're at 8, right? You're at eight in this draft, seven in this no, draft? No, I'm at five. You're I'm right five. behind you. Oh, you're right behind me. I'm That's taking right. best available running back. If there's one left. Be like Arian Foster. Yikes. Who will, will be legit when he plays. It's just, yeah. it, to me, it's a matter of Better when. draft whoever his freaking backup is. Right. <laughs> um. All right. So. so, power rankings. There you go. So, that means no Matt, no Tahir, no Scott. No. Um, I mean, you could no make Maddie, you Keezer, could. Oh, no. Keezer's in there. I would actually put I would put who do hang on. I would put Scott in the top five. Scott is far from retiring. Yeah. And look at him. Cam Newton, a quarterback. Yeah. Keith. Jeremy Hill. Yeah. Um, Mike Jer- Evans. Yeah. And then he also has Tony Romo, uh, Kendall Wright and Martellus Bennett. So, and I think just having Cam Newton, who's like a, a top yeah, three or four Cam quarterback. Cam Newton in this, in this league is worth buco bucks. And Tony um, Romo's fine. And yeah. then you have Mike Evans, who's going to be He's going to be legit this year because he's going to have freaking Jameis Winston throwing to him and not Josh McCown. Right. And um, Martellus Bennett's kind of like whatever. People say he's he supposed to be He was a guy good, who but. somehow got 10 points like nine games in a row last year. Yeah. I have no idea how that happened. So we'll see with That's him. crazy. But Jeremy Hill... That Jeremy Hill is the question mark for him because he's gonna. I think. Sorry, I'll let you go. The idea is that so Hill's more of a workout workhorse back than Bernard, right? Sure. Bernard's the kind of the scat back. You're, you know, you're, but he's so versatile, and he's such a get this guy the ball in space guy and watch him go, right? Because that's what he does. He's so yeah. good at it. Um, and so. The onus is, well, if Jeremy Hill gets regular touches, let's say he gets 250 touches, he should have, you know, 1,100 yards or so. And, you know, he'll probably be a guy they hand the ball off to more in the end zone, uh, in the red zone than, than, than uh, Bernard. But I think that Bernard, now that he's in the – it's his third year with the Bengals – I think that they're ready to see just what they can get into with him and Dalton. And I think that he's 
he's going to come in more on second down than people think. Mm-hmm. I think that you're going to see a a bigger split role. Yeah. And I think <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be like Shanahan and Denver split, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. Mhm. And the other thing, and you also and this is why it's kind of tough to bet on Bernard is that you have to bet on dynamic plays with him. You have to bet that he's going to have a couple of 20, 30-yard plays. Yeah. Because he's not going to get you consistent yards in, in between the tackles, whereas Hill does. So, that's that's it's an intriguing keep, but you have to treat Hill like an RB2. You can't treat him like an RB1. Yeah. Because so. last year, a lot of that was... Bernard Hurt. Bernard Hurt and them slowly working him back in. Right. And then you saw towards the end of the season, Giovanni Bernard's workload went up. Right, because he was getting those dynamic touches like I talked about. Well, and just he was more healthy. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, more than anything, down. it was just Giovanni Bernard was a little bit more healthy right. than when he just came off his and injury. That's, and that's why I think that now with the third year in, they know they have a, a running back that can you know take the ball in first down and get you four or five. It's like, oh, now we can work Bernard in, keep Hill and Bernard fresh, and and you know you have to basically treat them both like RB twos now. Yeah. So, yeah, not the worst thing, but they're great assets. Yeah, Cincinnati's totally. offense is going to be spectacular this year. They're going to be really good. I think they'll either be great or they'll suck. Well, it all depends on the Red Rocket man. It all depends mm-hmm. on him. Is he worth that extension or not? This no, is, this, he'll have his he'll have his thirty point game. He really seems like Joe Flacco to me. Like every time I think of Andy Dalton, I think of yeah. Joe Flacco. I really do. You know, again, like Flacco will throw it deep to Steve Smith, just like you know how many times has Dalton thrown it up and AJ Green saved his ass? Right? Oh yeah, you know. So it's it's kind of a similar thing. But the other thing is that they really developed a really cool screen game with Gio Bernard. A really, really neat screen game with mm-hmm. him. Totally. And he's a guy that if they continue to kind of add to that that repertoire, that's Bernard could have a lot more big plays. Without year. a doubt. So Um But I would still I would rank him ahead of So it means you're pushing yourself out of your own top five power ranking? It's really shitty of me to do. Wow. Maybe we're tied for fifth. Oh, I like it. <laughs> How about that? I like it. Editorial content. <laughs> take, take. Uh, Scott. Hey, type, editor. Editor. Type for fifth. But I, I would still, I mean, if you just look at, if you were just to look at our, our rosters, QB on QB, Cam Newton, obviously. Oh, no. Cam Newton is a top five quarterback in this um, league, maybe even top three, if you really want to go that deep. And then. Like, I, we, I take him over Drew Brees in this we league. We each capped a running back, and if you compare. Jeremy Hill to Justin Forsett. You the one thing I'll say about Forsett is that even with Bernard Pierce, he's going to get more touches. Oh no, he's going to get a ton of touches. And and that's that's why Forsett is almost a fringe one. Like he is a he's a fringe yeah. one. He's bare, almost he's almost like we were talking about where the like Lamar Miller being the bottom of tier yeah. one. Like then you could say Forsett's the top of tier two. Yeah, and and Forsett's going to get a lot of touches mm-hmm. this year. People, he got paid, right? Which is worrisome, right? He's older. Yeah, he's almost thirty. 
People forget, Forsett was the guy who followed Marshawn Lynch and yeah. Cal. And so Marshawn's almost 30. Well, and, and Forsett's he, right behind him. And he was always... The, the difference is that he has low mileage on oh, his yeah. legs he's, because he's he was always a, a backup. A returner or backup, right. So he has super low mileage. So yeah. I think you have to kind of offset the age thing a little bit sure. because of that. Right. Because the miles aren't there. No. He doesn't have that. And, and like I said, that's that was my main thing with the Gores. I was like, that's way too many miles for me. Well, and he, you know what? If, if Robin gets a 1,200-yard year from Frank Gore. Total yards, I, I think. That's what I'm saying, like a 1,200-yard year. I don't think he'll rush for 1,200 no, yards. No, he'll rush for like eight or nine. Like but he'll, he'll, you know, rush for probably 800 and, and, you know, have 300, 350 receiving yards, and which is fine to me. Yeah. No, I'm – because it's a balanced offense. They try and have a balanced offense. He's sure. going to, you know, get a couple of runs and, and catch a few pra- passes, but he's not all of a sudden – he's not, a, like, a feature. But he's not, like, the focal point of the no, offense. But he will get his points. But he'll keep, he'll keep defenses right. more honest. Right. But, yeah. Right. And also, the only thing that stinks is that you'll – uh, they're so unpredictable in the red zone in a good way offensively because they'll throw to anybody. And so, right, yeah, they have seven targets they can yeah. throw at the freaking red zone. And so you, six targets, you can't just five ex- targets, yeah, whatever you, it is. You, you can't say that. I have said six. They will throw tackle eligible out there a lot. Very well. Throw a tackle in there. Sure. Fantasy but point tackle. You can't just assume that now that they have a legitimate running back finally that right. they're just going to pound the rock. Inside the five. Yeah, but, I mean, you got Fleener, Allen, T.Y. Hilton, who's actually – T.Y. Hilton really good in the red zone. Andre Johnson. Yeah, Andre Johnson, who's really good in the red zone. So, it's like, oh, wow. And then Frank Gore running back. And Andrew Luck can actually – Yeah. Well, no, but if you're going going ace at the goal line and you got Johnson on -on one-on-one coverage on one side, T.Y. Hilton on -on one-on-one coverage who can break break press as good as any wide receiver in football, and you're just sitting there going like – Well, don't forget who their number three guy is. Oh, yeah. I, I've already forgotten. Reggie Wayne, dog. Yeah, that's right. Wait a minute. He resigned? I th- I'm pretty sure. I thought I thought he didn't resign. I thought he did. Really? You have to look that up. Internet check. Anyway. Internet check. So that's what I we'll say. I thought that we're, they I, did I'll not resign him. Me and Scott will say are, are, are tied for five. Um, so if we look at some of the other rosters... Um, MCR Silly Nannies, you know, you have Tom Brady, at quarterback, Anquan Bolden, Jarvis Landry, Antonio Gates, Jason Wynn, Matt Ryan. I like Matt Ryan, at quarterback. Matt Ryan, yes. Antonio Gates is, I don't know, we'll see. Jason Witten, it's kind of, uh, but not quite there. Not good enough to be in the top five. Uh, Javid's the best. DeAndre Hopkins, solid. I like that. Terrence Williams, we'll see. Uh, Devontae Freeman is another one of those we'll see. Uh, Allen Robinson could be just fine. Keenan Allen, you know, we'll see. If he had that um, really good rookie year, yeah. subpar sophomore year, where everybody was expecting good things out of him, and we'll see if he can bounce back this year. So, sure. Again, not. I don't feel like it's solid or strong enough to say that they're right. a top five roster. 
Uh, fighting sponges, like I say, I'm a fringe, and I think what really helps that is Antonio Brown, obviously, right. who's arguably the best wide receiver going into the draft. And yeah, I mean, I mean, Calvin Johnson. Now, Calvin Johnson, you have to take a nick on him because of injury concerns. Des Bryant is a guy that I've thought about as the number one guy. A.J. Green have thought about as the number one guy. But Antonio Brown is like. Oh, my God. You know what? The he, T-Baggers. What Listen does t here have? Okay. Ben, uh, ben Roethlisberger, quarterback. That's who, tremendous. Who I like. Yeah, that's, he's a top ten quarterback. Yeah. Mike Wallace. Duh. Golden Tate, who is essentially the Megatron handcuff. Right. Michael Floyd, who's kind of yeah. like he's an RB three flex guy, whatever. No, he's like he's like a wide receiver. Eh. He's like an RB three or a wide receiver three. He's a two. Yeah, we'll see. He's a two. Um, Low two. Well, he's he's people expect him to be at a two. Oh yeah, no, but he you want to go there, sure. And also, actually, if what's his name is healthy this year, then yeah, I think he will be a two. Right. Uh, Lamar Miller. Oh man, Sorry. Travis Kelsey at tight end. Damn, Tahir has to be up there. Yeah, yeah. Tahir, and then James Starks, who is the handcuff too. Tahir, you have you're up there, man. Yeah. Tahir, okay, kick me out. Kick you out. I'm six. He's tied for fifth. Okay, so you're in seventh, and then Maddie Hughes, eighth, something like that. I don't know. And then the other two teams are. Damn. All right. Yeah, but anyway, that's kind of the the power ranking. Those are power ranking. So yes, I'm out. I'm outside of my own top five. That sucks. Editor, fix that. I'm, I'm somehow too. This is awesome. Look at your roster. I know. On paper, roster, awesome. So paper. And they don't play football on paper. They do play. Well, paper they do football. play paper football. Yeah, that's right. We play paper football. So you can retract your previous statement. I did. Just now. Um, so with your findings, nothing much changes for you in your draft. You're still going to go RB1. Yeah. Uh, Elliot. Probably, yeah. I mean, Elliot. So Elliot does not have a first-round draft pick. Right, but he's got two twos. So essentially he's going to get two wide receivers. So he's already got a WR1, right? And so that's where things get really interesting for Elliot in that He'll probably take best running back available, number one, which you all think is going to be, um, what's his name from Dallas? Um, the, 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 you the, mean the, DeMarco the, Murray? No, no, not DeMarco Murray. His backup that is now the number one guy in Dallas. Uh, Randall. Every, yeah, Randall. Everybody likes him. You think him. DeMarco Murray is going to be gone in the first round? I don't think he'll be. So, Elliot gets, his pick is before mine, right? So, if. Randall's there. Steven Randall's there. You got to take Randall, right? Because he doesn't have a. You mean Joseph Randall? Or Joseph Randall? Because he doesn't have an RB worth keeping, right? He doesn't have an RB one. Not like no. No. So you got to take best available running back first, and then with your second. Well, pick Demarco in Murray, second. in theory. I, I was, mean, here's a, here here are the running backs that could be there: Alfred Morris, eh. Demarco Murray, right. Uh, uh, Joseph Randall. Sure. I would. I think he'd go either Murray or Randall, and then he'd probably take best available with the other second rounder, which would put him in my spot, which we talked about um, a couple nights back. In that, 
there's really a lot of options there. And it really is, at that point, take best player available. I'm interested to see who you get in round three that's better than Frank Gore. Okay. But think about Should we like do a this. bet? But, Should think, we do- but think of it like this. If I treat my flex as another wide receiver. Sure. Why not? Right. You can. It's a flex spot. A you flex can do whatever spot. you want. Wide if receiver, tight wide, end, or running back. My two running backs are Carlos Hyde as my RB2, which is a great RB2. Sure. And... Uh, and whoever is my running back, my RB1, right? And I can go out and I can have the flexibility to say I get this dude as my third slash fourth wide receiver. Like, I'm I'm okay with that. You can do that. I'm okay with that. You can maybe even pick up Jimmy Graham. That would be hilarious. And have Rob Gronkowski and Jimmy Graham Ooh, as boy. your flex. You know how much of a wet dream that was like a year ago, two years ago? It very well could be. It's not a bad idea. It's not the, I mean, it's not a great idea, but it's not a bad idea either. Because he is going to get tons of targets in Seattle. You can assume. That's a very balanced offense. It is, but in the the red zone, dude, that he's, they're going to use him like a wide receiver. Yeah. They're not going to use him like a tight end. I agree. And no, so, I think they'll do both. Because you... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think about that. Yeah. If he's there, I'm going to take him in round three, and then I'm going to trade him to you. You're not trading him to me. I've already <laughs> traded for one tight end. That's enough. <laughs> Go on. Everybody wants to trade with me. Like, they think I'm a big sucker or something like <laughs> well, that. you've come in 10th. Yes, I know. past two years. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, you're going to bounce back. You're making the playoffs I don't mind this year. I'm the taco of this league. I'm going to Mark Cuban is going to buy my my uh, Eskimo brothers idea mm-hmm. and I'll go on Shark Tank and be a millionaire and you are I'll have Jerry Jones' phone number in my uh, in my phone. You are going to you're going to make the playoffs this year. I hope I you're do. Gonna, you're going to take my spot. I don't think I hope I do. Actually, I think I will. Why? Because Elliot, I'm Elliot a knows this, being. but I I might I might have the most dubious feet in a fantasy league coming up midway through this football league in that in our Eskimo Brothers Baseball League, our top flight $140 pay for baseball league, I could conceivably come in last in overall rankings in a 12-team league and come in first in the power rankings <laughs> because I can because I've had that bad of luck this year. That's it's totally conceivable. Interesting. So I could lose like the rest of the weeks, but my team could have faced the best week of the year mm-hmm. for my opponent, mm-hmm. and it would have been right there. Interesting. It would, and so that's something I can't. Your wait team is to so see. good; they're bad. My team is so good. It's that's bad. They suck balls. I have Bryce Harper, Carlos Correa, Brett Gardner. And oh, who is it? Oh, and David Price, all on the same team. Hey, David Price. He had a tremendous start today. People have loved going to Toronto. Oh, he's. He have said, you noticed what has been happening when people like yeah, their first their games team, in Toronto? Dude, they're just my like, former employers, man. My former employers. Why don't you get they, back there, Tim? I'd love to. Hit Shout outs up. to Mike Nielsen. So, Hit him up. Go back, Tim. So go move to Canada. We will come visit you in Canada. Phenomenal wrestling, hockey, baseball. Poutine. Gravy. 
fries, curds, maple syrup, mm. Mounties, yes, the Yukon, French, Canadians. yeah, French, French Canadian, Prince Edward Island, and of Green Gables, wheelchair Jimmy. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Shout outs to Degrassi. Shout outs to Meek Mill for going over two this week. That was so bad. We'll talk about yeah, that in the actual show. But uh, um, so far, so to get everybody up to date, our fantasy draft is in less than three weeks. It's at noon on August the 23rd. I will be doing my draft during a baseball game, which is so good. So good. It's so good. Um, and I hope everybody will uh, enjoy it. It's going to be fun. I think I might live stream our draft. You could. I will unfortunately I'm I can't periscope my draft because I will be away and there's not good internet reception while I'll be doing my game that Sunday. Yeah. But uh yeah. It should okay. be a lot of fun. So again, make sure visit us on Facebook, like us, send us questions and comments and not trade offers. Not trade offers. I will let me know what you would trade for Tim and I might take you up on that but yeah our fantasy league it's 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 coming together now yeah the 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 picks the picks are in the keeps are in we're ready to rock essentially now it's just time for preseason football to get going yeah mini camps or uh, training camp is open uh for I think all 32 teams now so our first preseason games will be next week the hall of fame game Hall of Fame game, yeah. Very nice. Crazy. Um, so, yeah, so Facebook, Los Livingston Brothers. I am at Mr. Tim Livingston. Peter is at Peter D. Livingston. No, it's just oh, Peter it's Livingston. Peter, you lucky son bitch. You actually got your actual name. You didn't yeah. have to put like a Mr. or anything like that. Hey, man, I got in on early. Shout out to that dumbass Tim Livingston in Seattle who has only tweeted like three times. In like the last six years, can't you claim that? If I it, tried to claim it, and Twitter said no. No, and but if, reach out to him. Just be like, this dude doesn't. And and of course, our boy Logan Schmidt, who no longer works at Twitter, he can't come through for me. So. No, I can't. That's right. But thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, our next show will be very nerdy, and it will be not like fantasy football. Yeah. Um. So stay tuned for that. But also, we'll you know, we'll definitely let you know when's a fantasy show and when it's not. Okay. Deuces. Deuces! Hey, if you want to keep following Los Livingston Brothers, you can see us on Facebook. Just go to the Los Livingston Brothers fan page. Give us a like, leave comments, all that good stuff. And on iTunes, make sure to subscribe and also give us a nice, pretty-looking review and throw five stars up on us because we are like a Rob Van Dam frog splash because it's the five-star frog splash. Uh, on top of that, if you don't use iTunes to listen to your podcast, you can also go to LosLivingstonBrothers.com, click on the Radio Shows tab, and you'll be able to listen to all the shows dating back to our very first show at KCY in 2011. Man, that was, that's a long time ago. I'm old.